Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Show. This is Jay Fleming. I will be hosting him for Ray today. Ray is in the building, so hopefully he will get him to stop in and kind of give him a couple questions and um, see if he's ready for something for today. Um, I'm out here in sunny Arizona, and it's very, very hot, but I'm loving it and living the life out here. Yeah, we got a lot we're going to talk about today. At first, I'd like to give a couple shouts to um, two young ladies out in North Carolina, um, Amy and Candace. Amy and Candace is the research, and they help former NFL players get back healthy. So thank you, Amy and Candace, for doing all your great job with NFL retired players. Today I'm on the mic. I would like to start with Michael Vick. You know, it just I sit back and, and think, why were you given a second chance and you go out and have a party? A party for what? My thing is, if you're going to go out and party, don't invite the public. Just don't do that. Because if you're going to go out and invite the public, you know there's going to be somebody coming in want to ruin your party, want to start fights, want to, you know. It's just, it's just it's, it's somewhere you put yourself in a position where you don't want to be in again. Why didn't he just invite some family members and friends and close it off? That I don't understand, Mike. Come on, Mike. You're better than that. You got a second chance. You know, would Philly have got rid of Donovan now? If they knew Michael was getting in trouble, I don't think they would. I think Philly looking at it, they was going to have Mike to fill in and do all these things, you know. I'm just I'm just thinking now Philly probably like slapping themselves like, why do we do this? Michael, why would you get yourself in trouble again? Go out, have a party with the public. You know, when when when, when uh, a couple of guys when we was back in um, playing in Philly and we go out, you could you could just see the people that want to start trouble. You know, so what we kind of did was we kind of didn't go back to that bar, or if we did, we surround ourselves with our friends where we know they couldn't get to us. Mike left himself wide open, wide open where people could get to him. You know, he he had to sell the tickets for the party. You know what kind of people gonna come in there? You know, and try to start something to hurt you or, you know, try and do things to get you in trouble. And what happened? He goes and gets in trouble. Philly, if I look at it now, I would probably have to cut Mike right now. Mike, you know, get your second chance. You go out. Um, you really don't want to play football. You don't want to play football, Mike. You know, and, and I don't think it's about the money again with Mike, you know. I just think he just like getting being around people that's bad, and you know. And I think you know, like even with the dog thing, you know, you put yourself in no position when you're doing a dog fighting. All that money, you know, get another hobby. <laughs> you know, all that money. There's another hobby you get into where you're not getting in trouble, Mike. You know, 
So, you know, um, I don't feel for Mike. You know, if he gets out of the league now, you know, I was a big Mike fan, you know, like let him get back in the league, let him prove himself. We all make mistakes. But, you know, I was always told, you know, you make one mistake, that's fine. The second mistake, it's not supposed to happen. So, you know, you got to find something to do else in life, Mike, because if Philly was a great organization as they was before, um, they're not going to put up with this. So, hats off to you, Philly. If you, you get rid of Mike, I'm with you, and I'm still going to be a Philly fan. I'm still going to be a Philly fan. So, another thing is, is um, uh, this Brett Favre thing, you know. I think, you know, this Brett Favre is coming up again. Football already started another three or four weeks. Here come Brett's name again, you know. <laughs> Brett, w- when are you going to just let everybody know you're going to play or you're not going to play. And then, you know, get on, let everybody get on with football. You get on playing, training. But I think the thing with Brett is Brett don't like going into camp. You know, he's older now. He likes to sit out of camp, you know, which is understandable. But, you know, if you sit back and talk to the coaches and the owner, let them know that, you know. I'm sure they probably let Brett, you know, do some things different, you know, not as much in camp. But when you sit back and you have the whole – organization held hostage, you know, they waiting on you, you know, they don't know what quarterback they're going to bring in or what quarterback they're going to start. It's not right for the team, especially the players that's out there trying to, you know, be the starter, and they know they're waiting on you to make a decision. You know, be fair to the players, Brett, be fair to yourself, and be fair to the organization. That's how it is. You know, it just, it's just, it's an episode like a soap opera with Brett, you know. You got to sit back and wait, you know, the next week, you know, and you're sitting there waiting, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And you sit back, and, and, you know, it's another week. Oh, I'm putting this off. I'm working out with high school kids and all like that. Come on, bruh. You know, enough is enough, you know. You're a great player. You know, you got things that, you know, can help the team go to a Super Bowl and possibly win it, you know. But, you know, if you're going to play – play so all the other players no position where they in they're gonna be second stream or they're gonna be third stream so um it's all right you know it's all good brett we still love you as a player so i had a caller on there i think i lost him mike you on the line oh i guess he's not on there um he had a little thing mike wanted to talk about lebron (laughs) <laughs> it's it's, un, it's unbelievable, LeBron. You know, just um, what he did to Cleveland. You know, an organization like that that been behind your back for years, seven years. You know, probably helped the family all. You know, probably treated him like a son, and then you go and do that to him. Cleveland did not deserve that, LeBron. Not at all. Did not deserve what you did to them. Did not deserve you put them off for a whole week. You know, they understand. And me as a, a player and an athlete understand that you want to go and win championship, but there's certain ways you go and do it. You know, you just don't go and tell a team, you know, I'm going to sign, probably sign back with you, had their hopes up and had the fans. And then you go and drop that bomb on them on TV, live TV with this big decision. You know, it's kind of like a slap in the face to the owners and the fans, you know. 
if you look back, LeBron, you know, the fans are the ones who pay your salary, most of it. You know, so you have to be respectful to them and let them know, you know, and get them some time to, you know, get it out of their mind that you're not going to be there anymore. But when you drop that bombshell on them in like one hour show, you know, it, it really hurts them. And it hurt the owner. His comments he made was not right. You know that? He was fine for his comment, but I understand he was upset at LeBron and the decision he made. So, whatever got coming to you, LeBron, if you win a championship, I'm behind you with that. Um, if you don't win a championship, you know, the decision that you made, you might regret it. You know, and if the owner can get somebody in to replace you, it won't be as good as you, but if he gets somebody in to replace you, I think he probably feel much better about, you know, you leaving. But right now, I think he think you let the whole Cleveland fans down, his family down, and, you know, everybody in Cleveland down. So, you know, and, and, and I feel, you know, Dwayne Wade wanted, you know, some great players to play with. You know, he's tired of taking the load by himself, which he has two great players now. He got Chris Bosh, he got LeBron, and himself, you know. So Dwayne looking at, you know, he won a couple more championships like Kobe, which, you know, I remember back when the Lakers had that one great team where they had Carl Malone, they had Gary Payton, they had Shaq, Kobe, and they weren't able to win a championship. So by having so many great players on the team, that don't mean you guarantee a championship. Championship teams always work together as a team. You know, you might have one star player or two, but no matter what, the whole team and the bench players play as a team. That's how you win championships. You just don't win championship because you got great players on there. So, Miami, great team. I'm looking forward to seeing what you're going to do. I know you're going to win a lot of games, but, you know, it's going to be a tough road with just only having three players and no bench players because there's nobody really on their bench. All their money went to those three players. So, what kind of players are going to bring in? Average players are making less than a million or, you know, all the other great players already signed with other teams, so... It's going to be tough trying to fill that roster that they have there. There's a lot of people probably want to play with that team, try to win the championship, but it's going to be tough, you know. It's going to be um, tough seeing three players that want the ball a lot, how many times they're going to get to shoot, uh, who's going to score the most points, you know, who's going to be the hero. Um, my thing is I always ask people, when they do the starting lineup, who would be the last one they come out and call, you know, their name? Because that's normally your base star player. So I don't know how they're going to work that out. They have, like, every night different. They have LeBron, the last player, name call. They have Dwayne or Chris, you know. Um, I think sooner or is going to take a toll on one of them. where they, Somebody got to get upset and feel, you know, they're not getting the recognition that they deserve. So it's going to be interesting to see that, you know, in uh, NBA season and – a lot of Amari. Uh, I'm sad to see the Amari leave here, the Phoenix area. Uh, I'm a big Amari fan. You know, I wish he could have stayed. Um, but uh, it's a business, and I understand. So um, he's with New York. Um, I think he's going to do a great job there. He still needs some backup players to um, help him out up there in New York. So, you know, maybe, you know, next year they got free agents. He might get, you know, another uh, somebody like Camille uh, Anthony or um, somebody like Chris Paul would be great for New York. Um, 
So it's going to be interesting to see that. Um, I have a commercial break. I'll be going. When we come back, I'll be finished up talking about New York and Amari. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports so andy serling packed his bags left the city and is enjoying his temporary digs in saratoga but that won't stop us from bringing you playing to win the best online handicapping show for serious horse players catch andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of august on location from the beautiful saratoga race course he and his guests are some of the best in the biz they bring you new insights to making money and they tell it like it is i'm three five one in this race but the three is very much the one to be we're going to completely disagree on this race i absolutely disagree especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. But you know what they say, Kaye. Slow motion, better than no motion. I walked in the crib. Hey, Ellis Sports Show. I am Jane Clubbing. I am hosting the Ray Ellis Sports Show today. I'm James Lover, and we're back. Um, as we had left, we were talking about Amari with New York Knicks. You know, Amari um, made a great decision. He left. He gave them enough time, you know. And I think Phoenix knew that Amari was um, going to leave, you know. They kind of planned that, you know. I think they part ways real good and um, decide, you know, what's the best for Amari and what would be best for Phoenix Suns. So, 
you know, Mari, great decision. Hope you do well up there in New York. You know, um, make a great name for yourself and um, just get yourself together up there and um, start the team over again. You know, I would like to thank um, Ray Ray is into the um, studio now. How you doing today, Ray? <laughs> I'm enjoying myself, man. Uh, it's, it's glad to get a break and, and to get uh, some fresh uh, thoughts and uh, get uh, a fresh perspective into the studio. And I want to congratulate you, James, on, on uh, being here and becoming a part of Voice America Sports. But I want to disagree with you already, you know, because I, I don't know why uh, you're showing so much love to Amari Stoudemire, who I do not recall uh, anyone at least reporting that Marty gave the Phoenix Suns a professional courtesy to say that I'm leaving you. Uh, I, I think that Amari made it very obvious to many people that indeed he wanted to stay here in Phoenix. As a matter of fact, when when they started making a turnaround in the playoffs and, and the games became somewhat competitive throughout the playoff series, they were only that way because Amari was having an outstanding series. And then they challenged the Lakers in a couple games and Amari was having great games. And I think the old Amari was feeling good about being here in Phoenix. And, you know, Phoenix is not New York. I'm not going to say that. But mm. Phoenix is not a bad place to play professional sports at all. And I think they could have did a better job to try to keep him here. But again, you know, he left the Phoenix Suns. LeBron James left the Cleveland Cavaliers. They both signed for somewhere around the same amount of money. But yet and still, the treatment of LeBron James is completely different than the treatment of Amari Stoudemire leaving and going to New York. Well, right, and, and I know so Sean, I'm hosting, but I disagree with you. <laughs> I disagree with you. I, I like with that. You. I, I like that. Yeah, I'm hosting, so it's my show today, right? There you go. Yeah. That's right. Um, Amari um, was given giving them the choice last year, like, okay, re-sign me before I can opt out my year, make make a deal, you know, with me, and so I can, you know, I want to stay here. Phoenix didn't do that. Phoenix was trying to trade him to get some before, so that's telling me as Amari, like, they don't want me here. Because if you want me here, you're going to make this deal happen before my contract up so I can opt out. Plain and simple, you know. They didn't want him. He, he's, he's the best player on the Phoenix Suns basketball team. If you And you, who were in my office prior to this show, and we had a conversation <laughs> about this, and you had this sense of apathy for the, the, the Cleveland fans, you know, well then look at what's happening here. If you think the player stabbed the fans in the back, do you think the owner stabbed the fans in the back by not securing their best player, letting the Amari Stoudemire go? Well, th- that's a difference from LeBron and Murray. Murray, they both had no. But this is this is the well, system of free agency. Yeah. You have choices. The owners have a choice, and the players have a choice. The owners can try to sign the player, and the player has a right for the first time. James, you know, when we played, we ha- we didn't have a chance. You know, yeah. Reggie finally came and made all that happen. You know, but until you go back to college, you never had a chance of feeling what it's like to be in a room and making a decision. You know, I, I remember sitting in, in a room and, and making a decision and there were some people there and I didn't even, t- I didn't tell them that I was going to pick Ohio state. In fact, mm-hmm. I don't know if my mom really knew that I was going to pick Ohio state because I, I really was thinking about another school. I don't want to say it on the air, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, but my mom, it was almost like, boy, you better say Ohio state, you know, <laughs> at the press conference. But th- these, 
young men finally have a chance now to be in that position again. And this is what I'm tell what I said to a lot of people is that you know, athletes have been in this position of being again recruited if you will in demand in high demand and people actually having to outbid them even though there's only thing you can offer them in high school going to college is 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 a scholarship but somehow or another it always seems to be some other things that kind of show up and, you know and find their way into the you know into the decision making process but you know athletes have gone through this before and a lot of times when it comes down to where you're going to choose to go to school at it's a last-minute decision, and you—they don't. Nobody finds out till you get there. Well, that's 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 a different thing. I disagree with you again, man. <laughs> I can't because man. it's like I told you when we sit in your office. If you go and apply for a job, and you know there's another job over here, do you want this place holding you up, and you lose this other job? When if they could have told you earlier that they're not going to hire you, and you could have went back, but then now you lost both jobs. The same with what LeBron did. LeBron waited all that week. Cleveland didn't have enough time to go get another player because, you know, they was holding off for him. Shame on Cleveland. No. Not, not shame on LeBron because, well, listen. What I'm saying is be, be fair. No, be, there's be, no. There, where's the fairness come in fairness football? Is, in sports, there's respect. no fairness. Okay. There's respect. no respect in football. Do you know how many people who have their entire family? You know, the majority of athletes, when they come into the league, not all of them come from backgrounds of which they've been, you know, a very successful, profitable family. Some of the young men that come into the game are first-time breadwinners. I mean, certainly haven't hit the family, hasn't hit the lottery before. So when a, when an athlete comes into it, you know, he brings the entire family with him many times, and they all benefit, whether if it's just free tickets or if it's just the fact that, you know, maybe he buys somebody a house or somebody a car or whatever, finish paying the education for somebody. But everybody benefits. With that being the case, when the owners decide that it's the last game that you will play for that team, they don't give you fair warning because guess what? It doesn't. It's a trickle down effect. It doesn't just affect your your family, your household. It affects, you know, five, you know, cousins down. Your fifth generation of cousins. Because so so there's no. They don't care about that. They don't take that in consideration. It's over with. You're done. I fed you today. It's up to you who feeds you tomorrow. But listen, to what you said. The owners come right in there and they cut you right. Do they sit around and let you go a whole week knowing you're gonna play that game and cut you on Saturday? You don't, no. you, you don't want to talk about I'm my saying. you don't want to talk about my experience because they did it to me. What, what I'm saying they is they did it to me. But what I'm saying is they don't wait. They they know they cut you that day, they cut you. You just said it. But do you see them waiting all the way to Saturday and you think you go on that game go, Oh, I'll right with sorry. We they cut, cut you. you during the season. You the know, other team already they do has it right his, away. Th- right? No, during the season. Players can get cut yeah. during the season. The other team already has its rosters filled. If you were going to cut me, why didn't you cut me in training camp so I could go to another team? Why do you mm-hmm. Why do you wait and cut me at the last cut when everybody else has their roster filled and then I don't get a chance to get picked up by another team? Well, <laughs> but that's still... That's part of the business, right? It's, it's part of the business. That's still. what LeBron did. Free agency, within the realms of free agency, LeBron well, had this time period of which well, he, he could, knew what he was going to do. LeBron said he woke up that morning. He knew what he was going to do. How many times? Listen, I'm not. LeBron has the right to change his mind. LeBron does not. Oh, listen. If LeBron James, we have people who are with us who have been hurt. I've seen too many guys myself, but I've seen too many. I don't want to talk about myself. I've seen too many people due to injuries. If the team loved them so much and cared so much about them, why when they get injured do you cut them? Why don't you keep paying them? LeBron was only good to the city of Cleveland, to the Cleveland Cavaliers, as long as he could produce for them. 
And if they decided he couldn't produce anymore, they were going to get rid of him. LeBron made the best decision for LeBron James. I'm so happy. You know what? I I, I think he did make a decision to leave, but what I'm saying is what led up to it, he should have did it before. LeBron knew he was going two months ago with him, Dwayne, and Chris met together. But but, but the process is such that, listen, how many days in advance did those guys do it before he did it? Two? Well, yeah, but... Two days. But we knew Chris was going to leave. Everybody knew that. Okay, are you asking me? Are you telling Dwayne me? Did, was, did, did Miami know if Dwayne Wade was leaving or not? Yeah. They knew he was staying. I, I, if you look back, they knew all that was going on two months ago. Come on, Ray. Look, two months ago, they knew LeBron was going to come. Chris Bosch came out and said, well, two months like, ago, him, no, he said, we did no, this No, Chris Bosch said, man, that looks like a fairy tale. You know, I don't know if that could really, that would be a nice thing, but me, planned, LeBron, and they play. Okay, they so, they, up. so they all played the game. If you heard Chris Bosch's statement when they sat there and they had all three of them, he said, two months ago when we met, we knew this was it. Listen no, to but what he, he said, said. No, but then you'll go back to him. Two yeah. weeks ago, he said, yeah, they say Pat Riley, but he don't know if anybody could pull that off. It would be nice if it could happen, but he didn't know if anybody could pull that off. It was about the money. They already knew they was going to come there. They didn't figure out how they was going to do it money-wise. For LeBron, it was not about... Remember now, this right. is a man that let, he left $40 million on the table almost. He's going to get that off, off the court. But see, and, and that's the thing about it. See, LeBron James did what was best for he and his family. The man wants to win championships. He's being bashed, whereas this is a competitive sport. We may have a caller. We have a caller there. We, this no, is a competitive sport, won't. and yet and still he's being bashed for doing what's best for him and his team, and and I I just don't I I just don't see why. So, but but I'll leave it like that because I know you, I know you think it you know it may be something different, but you know we'll go from there. Yeah, I I just think you know the decision he made that's fine for you. Fine, make it earlier, make it early. You know so. Uh, I like to get into. I like to. I like to ask you a question about something else, Ray. I am tired of tired of looking at TV, looking at the internet, and seeing all these NFL players getting arrested. You know, you got that much money. One, you shouldn't get no DUI. Hire your driver. Two, why are you going in these clubs and getting these women when you 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 don't need that? You know, you don't need all these women around. You don't need to be going to college. Three, why are you beating up your wife? Why are you beating up your girlfriend? Well, you know, it's just over and over, all these arrests, and it's just getting bad, you know? Well, I, I, was, I will say this. Um, I certainly have to many times stop and think because it's like the pot calling the kettle black. My generation of athletes, no, we didn't beat up women. No, we didn't, you know, we weren't getting caught with so many DUIs and things of that nature. But we did enjoy ourselves as young men. And we, we made some bad decisions. I think that the generation today is making too many bad decisions. We're going to take a little break, and we'll be back with James Loving, hosting the Railers Show. And I have Ray here in the building, and we'll be back to talk about athletes getting arrested. Got two kids and my baby mama lay. So I had to dig what I had to dig, cause I had to get the opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. 
So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely despise her, especially at 1-2. to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a 9-horse field, but really there are 7 donkeys and 2 zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference most valuable player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. This is James Lovey hosting the Ray Ellis Show today in, um, in Arizona with this hot, sunny day. I love it out here and love being here. Uh, Ray had to step out of the office, but I had the privilege to have another special guest in the house. I have D-Man in here. What's How you up? doing today? What's up? I'm doing pretty doggone good. Glad to see you, my man. Oh, you know me. I'm just doing good and, and just living good, right? Yeah, yeah. I was sitting there talking to D-Man, and we was talking about football. i like to get your perspective first. You know, before the show on uh, last break, we was talking about NFL players, um, all the trouble they're getting in and mm-hmm. arrested. And, you know, I think as a player, you know, you have so much money. Why are you getting DUIs? Get a driver, pay for a driver. Why are you all these young clubs, these women, you know? Why are you at parties, throwing parties for a public? Getting, have a private party. Yeah, what do you think yeah. about that, Demon? Well, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. Uh, the game has changed so much, and there's so much money involved that these players, I guess they think they're bulletproof. But I, I'm going to tell you this. If you take a look at what's going on right now, I think that if they all got together and really took a look at it and, and understood what's at stake, 
because now you got Vincent Jackson, he's now in trouble. You got LT, the greatest linebacker that ever played the game, probably the greatest defensive player to have ever played the game, in and out of trouble, and now he's in deep trouble. I mean, you just really hate to see it as fans, and, and we can't comprehend it because we work 9 to 5 for $10 an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys right. are out there doing it for realsies, <laughs> bringing home a real paycheck. Right. You know what I mean? So we don't understand the freedom that you have in your life. We, we can't understand. We can't comprehend that freedom. But, yeah, it's a lot of freedom. And I, and I don't know if every NFL player or, or if they realized it and how they knew how to, if they knew how to handle it. That's why when I do you think they don't have because I know when we were out when I was playing back in the day, you like you say it's a different game now. You know, a lot of people know these athletes are out and they target them. Mm-hmm. Back then, they weren't so much just target because they wanted to be around them. But now it's like you seem like people are targeting athletes to get them in trouble, to sue them or get their name out there bad or to do something. But mm-hmm. why would you put yourself in that spot? I mean, you know, if you know. You know, like, look at Plasco. Mm-hmm. If I have to take a gun to a club, I'm not going to go to that club. Yeah, and that's me in my personal life. I, I haven't carried a gun, you know, never carried a gun. And if I have to be in a place where I have to carry a gun, I'm not going. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to go. Right. But, you know what, Plaxico and the rest of these players, they they have something that, you know, you had that, and I never had. You know, the world loves you. you know, remember right. when Michael Vick was getting in trouble? You know, what did Michael Vick say? You know, the world loves me. Yeah. So they can't comprehend it. They're on such a, a, a platform that is huge. It's huge. How do you control yourself? And, and, and that's how what you, you say. How do you control yourself? But it's like you go back to what you say. You know, we got so much money and all the fame. We think we're above the law. Mm-hmm. You know, we think can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. We can't do this and that, you know. Um, we got to get out of it because of our name, mm-hmm. superstar. But you see, now that's changing. Mm-hmm. You see, now you know, the law and all these things are not going by. Just give me an autograph, you know, for Billy Joe Bob, and, and I'll let you off this, you know, DUI. Mm-hmm. Just go home, you know. So how nowadays, what, you know, do you got to have a personal guy <laughs> to follow you around? You, you, or? Know, you know, the crazy thing is, <laughs> is that, you know, back when, when you played, you know, when I was growing up, we had a beeper. You know what I mean? Yeah, we yeah. had beepers. And so I was like, oh, man, this this chick beat me. Yeah. You know, so that was like the huge thing for us. But nowadays you have all kinds of avenues to get information. So, you know, things that happened to Tiger Woods, the things that happened to LT, things that happened to Kobe Bryant, things that happens to all these players, the craziness of it all is is that there's so many ways to get information. I mean, God bless me. I'm sitting here talking to you. I would have never had that opportunity if there wasn't this platform. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But well, that's what I'm saying. You tell me that you saying that athletes should keep themselves in the mm-hmm. house. I mean, not go. That's basically what it's looking like they have to do. Because I remember when I was growing up. Well, and I lived from Chicago. My friend he worked at uh, at a, a security at this um, shopping center. Uh-huh. He say at midnight when they closed, Michael Jordan came in and shop, mm-hmm. and, th- and th- the store was closed. You know, why do they have to um, – I, I, I think I think it's to the point now, like I said, that with the Internet and cell phones and pictures and videos, I mean, there's so many things now that athletes can get caught on tape doing that they were probably doing back in the day. But yeah. you just didn't have the ability to catch them. And now they have to protect themselves as much as possible, even if they have a, a, a get-together in their own home. You know what I mean? You always have to have that mindset that someone's got a camera. 
Someone yeah. can record you, and someone can take a picture of you, and then your life as you know it is over. Yeah, and and that's what it seems like now. Everybody looking to do take a picture, catch mm-hmm. you doing something, mm-hmm. put it on YouTube, you mm-hmm. know, and make that's money. That's how I make money. Yeah, that's how no, you make I money. I can't play the game. <laughs> I can't. I wasn't good enough to play the game, so I gotta hate on someone who is. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, exactly. And so, and that's what the target is. And it's the same thing with the females. Back in the day, I'm pretty sure the females were going after Joe Namath and all yeah. these other ball players and stuff like that. But I don't think it was an epidemic that the way it is now, because I think these women know all they have to do is scream rape, uh, I'm having his baby, yeah. um, something, and I'm going to get paid. Because I'm going to embarrass this guy so much that what is he going to do? He's going to settle out of court settle. and give you some cash. Well, and, and that's what you say. Back when I played, I know it was when um, the NFL came in and they talked to you and then you have your coach pre-side. They say, you know, there's women out there trying to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was the pregnant, you know, mm-hmm. we had to worry about. You know, and we were like, oh, okay, they want to have babies, you know. But now it's like, Every little thing. I mean, if you're drunk and fall over, if you walk by and touch them, or like say they say you rape you, mm-hmm. or they pro- touch you inappropriate, mm-hmm. or you said something to them, or you know, it's like every little thing. It's like almost you have to stay home mm-hmm. or do what Mike did when he had to go to the, group, the um, shopping at midnight. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's imperative that the players really truly understand it because this is a different day, different time. Times have changed. Economical times have changed. I mean, we're in the bad sorts right now here in America. So if I can make $100,000 just by taking a picture of you, you know, it could be you, you know, reliefing yourself on the yeah. side of the street. You know, that that's enough embarrassment if you're if you're Michael Jordan that you don't want that out there. Right. You know, so there, there's so many ways now that people are looking to make that fast buck that it's like not even funny. It's not, and that's why you know, like, you know, what can we do? You know, it's it's to, to the, go back to the question, you know, you, you're gonna do something wrong. I, I, you know, I don't care. You, you, we are human. You mm-hmm. know, we're gonna we're gonna do something wrong. We're gonna spit, or we might even get to a bathroom. Yeah. You see somebody urinating around the alley. You're gonna do something wrong with somebody catching it. It's just that simple. Yeah, you know, the crazy thing is, is that if you if you look at some of these players that you just you just never hear about, like Peyton Manning. You just never hear about Peyton Manning putting himself in a bad situation. So I, I would like to say, say, you know, let's take a carbon copy and a blueprint of that. Find out what Peyton Manning is doing and how he's able to stay out of the public eye as far as negativity goes. Because, you know, don't you think that he's going through some things yeah. in his life? That's I mean, what, no one's perfect. That's what I'm saying. Why Peyton things ain't getting caught on yeah. that? You know? Seriously, why? I never thought that until you just said yeah. that. Why Peyton Manning? Because I know he's not perfect. No. Can't be perfect. No. He got to be all doing something, you know, or at a club. But why isn't that reported, you know? Yeah. Or Peyton was at this club or he, you know? And not to say that I'm saying Peyton Manning's got dirt out there because I'm not saying that at all. But I'm just saying the way the man carries himself. I mean, how is it that he's able to carry himself and not be touched by this? I mean, we used to say the same thing about Tiger Woods, and then look what happened. You know, so uh, there's there's a marketing machine. There's there's PI. Uh, there's public relations. There's all that good stuff that Peyton Manning's got going on for him, and 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 I would say that has to be the blueprint as to. How do you conduct yourself, handle yourself in a professional atmosphere, and have a professional life, play pro football at the highest level, make all the money that you're making, and still maintain that integrity and dignity that you have in your life? How do you look at an athlete when you see him make a mistake? Do you say, okay, you know, mistake, or do you say, 
how could you or do you know because well, you know by everybody make mistakes and yeah. do something wrong do you look at the athlete and say you know i i, I don't want you know to follow him no more in sports when I, or do you say you know what i'm a I, you know that's a great question but i'm gonna tell you this and and, and i'm gonna probably a lot different than most sports fans i understand that i work nine to five mm-hmm. and i'll never ever make the money that these players are making I'll never make the money that these players are making. I just I won't ever do it. And I, I'll never be under the pressure that these players are under. So they make a mistake. I, I feel like this. You know, life is what life is. I make a mistake in my life, but guess what? It's not on CNN. Right. It's not on ESPN. You know, my whole family doesn't have to hear about it. The world doesn't have to hear about it. But these players make a mistake, and the whole world has to hear about it. So, you know, my hat goes off to them. And and I mean, I love the game. I love the game of football. I love the game of baseball, basketball. I love sports. So, you know, I wasn't able to become a professional athlete. It just wasn't what God gave me. So I'm not going to hate on a man for making a mistake. I've made mistakes. It's just not out in front of the world. So if my mother didn't follow me, you know what I mean? You, you know, I'm starting to get caught up in this, this world thing, too, because I go to the Internet, and the first thing I look at is see what players are in trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm, I'm looking for that, you know, and I feel bad that I'm doing that because I hate to see that, but that's the first thing I want to see. Okay, what player got arrested? What player mm-hmm. did something stupid? But and there's always something. It's almost like the news. I hate watching the news because it's all bad things. It's nothing yeah. good. And, and, you know, the crazy thing is about that is that I think now ESPN and the news and the sports world, all they want to report is the negative. You know, you know, or we'll wait till someone like Steinbrenner died today, and now yeah. we're talking about Steinbrenner and how great he was. Yeah. But why can't we talk about these athletes and these people when they're alive and talk about how great yeah. they were? I mean, why do we have to lead with the negative story? Why do we have to lead with that? Why can't we lead with some of the great things that Tiger Woods has done? You know, Tiger Woods is over there playing another tournament, you know, across the ocean, the pond. And they want to talk about his personal life. Well, you know, God bless you that you're so interested in Tiger Woods' personal life. Tiger Woods is a professional golfer. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about what he's doing on the golf course. Okay, we'll go to a break, and I'll be back with D-Man, and we're going to finish up talking about the sports. And I would love to ask him a question about T.O. What do you think about T.O. not being in the NFL right now? On the Ray Ellis Show, hosting James Lovin. I ain't got no money. I ain't got no car to take you on a date. I can't even buy you The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. 
Joe Cribbs. No Average Joe is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports Back on the rail of sports show today, and I'm Jay Flub, my hostman, and I still got D Man in the uh, uh, studio. Yeah. You still up? here, D? I'm you ain't here, left me, did you? I'm here. I, I, I like this because D loves to talk sports. We're going to be here all day. We'll be here all day. We, call, water. we called in for coffee and some donuts, so we're going to be here all day. <laughs> uh, we got we got to talk about the thing. I want to jump real quick, and I, uh, and it's kind of um, kind of got me because um, I'm a T.O. fan. Mm-hmm. Same here. You know, and things T.O. have done. You know, I don't agree with, but when you're an athlete, you're an athlete. Yeah. But when you put yourself in a spot where, you know, it's going to backfire on you with all the antics he did and everything, you know, now nobody wants him to seem like. Well, let me share this with you because I'm ready for it. Listen, listen listen now, because this is so, so funny to me. And I know Ray and I talked about this a lot, too. What has T.O. done? Break it down. Can somebody tell me what T.O. has done? I mean, because when the guy's on the field, what does he do? He performs, he produces. The guy just wants to win. Is there something wrong with wanting to win? Well, you said what he does on the field. Football is not just on the field. You got the locker room. You got, And that's what he's tearing up. He's tearing up the locker okay. room. Can you know? somebody tell me what locker room he tore up? San Francisco. Okay, how did he tear that locker room up? Got in it with the quarterback, you know. Um, Who, what was well, the quarterback? Hold, hold, um, well, hold it now. Quarterbacks and wide receivers can have disagreements. There's nothing wrong with that. There's, to me, I, I think if you have a wide receiver that says, get me the doggone ball, get him the ball. When he's your best player, get him the ball. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm going to finish. Then he got with the coach for the 49ers, all in his face. You're a player. You don't get in the coach's face. 
You know, so that's two. Okay, but hold Locker on. Locker room almost tore up now. Hold on. Let me ask you a question. Okay, now this is the deal. Yeah. Was he getting in the coach's face and telling the coach that he was horrible, or was he getting in the coach's face and saying, give me the ball? He was saying the quarterback was horrible because he wasn't getting him the ball. But you got to look at T.O., okay. You, you agree with that. Now – you go to another team, mm-hmm. and it's the same problem. Now, this well, team okay. number two. Team number two. Now, hold it. What was the problem with team number two? Because I think T.O. got a bad call with Philadelphia. A, Philadelphia knew they stole him from San Francisco and was underpaying him. And that's just something that Philadelphia has a history, a history of doing. Well, let me tell you something. You, as a player, have the right to sign a contract. Okay. He was supposed to went to Baltimore for yeah. that money. He turned them down. He chose to go to Philly exactly. for that amount of money. Okay. So I'm with that you. money he take got in his pocket. He, okay. I'm with you. But when the man performs the way he performs, how can you sit there and look at this man knowing that you're underpaying him and he's coming to you and saying, listen, this is me. This is what I've done. This is what I've accomplished. This is where we're at. We're putting up big numbers. Me and Donovan are putting up big numbers. Pay me what I'm worth. And you tell him no. No, because, okay. one, you screaming at your quarterback. He tell wasn't man. screaming then. Him and Donovan were on the same page. They were lighting it up. Yeah, but, you know, two, you screaming at your other players, you know, your coaches. You want the ball. Call the ball to you. You know, Not at that time in Philadelphia, though. At that Phil- time in Philadelphia, it didn't go bad until Donovan got on TV, ESPN, and said, we can win without T.O. Yeah, but if you look at all the things, if you look back at the sideline, T.O. was on the sideline talking to Dom. He walking away. Oh, Several games. Like, what was he saying? And this is what's not being reported. What was he saying? He was telling Donovan, keep your head up. Keep your head up. We can win this game. Come on. We can do it. That's what he was saying. He wasn't saying, Donovan, you're horrible. Why aren't you getting me the ball? Donovan, you suck. He was saying, Donovan, keep your head up. In the game, I watched the game. It was against the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh. He was telling Don- Donovan was horrible that game. As a player, great player, and you know you're doing bad. I don't want you in my face, deep man. Leave me alone. He kept, Donovan kept walking away. Get away from me. And Theo kept napping at him. Donovan I don't want to hear walked it. Away. He was horrible. Why don't we report on that? How many interceptions did he throw that game? Come on, man. How, how, many, how many balls Theo missed that year? No, no, that game. You we're talking about that, that game. That game. No, okay. no, that game. We're talking about that game. Because he didn't have a problem dropping the football. That until he got to Dallas. All of a sudden, he got the fumbles. No, he always had yeah. the fumbles. But the bottom line is, the guy's a player. The guy can win. He makes you better. If there's an NFL team that needs a wide receiver that doesn't pick up T.O., that's collusion. That is flat-out collusion. Why would you want to keep a player like, oh, T.O. lost a step. T.O.'s not as good as he used to be. That's that's wrong. Well, you tell me why he's he in Buffalo. You tell me why I haven't got picked up yet. <laughs> Apparently, there's something wrong. No, exactly. There's they, something wrong. No, I want to hear you say it. I'm with you. I it's the, you it's the it. mindset of how he has been reported on. I mean, think about it. If T.O. sat there and cried about his quarterback and protected his quarterback the way he did in Dallas, then everybody called him a, gr- a crybaby. Look at this guy. I can't believe this guy. What is wrong with T.O.? But when T.O. sits there and talks about his quarterback and says, "Hey, listen, this guy can't get me to." ball, this and this and this, then it's like, oh, you're a troublemaker. Make up your mind. How do you want T.O. to be looked at in, in, as far as the public is concerned? Is he a bad guy or is he a, is a softy? Which one is he? Team number one, quarterback. Team number two, quarterback. Team number three, quarterback. What was What's the, quarterback the name of team, What was the quarterback of team number one? Garcia. Okay. Has Garcia been to a Pro Bowl since T.O.'s left? With, with the Eagles, remember he had that that oh, year. No, no, no. He had that great year. He had that great year, but I don't, he was he a, a he was a Pro Bowl replacement. 
he wasn't elected to the Pro Bowl. Now, when T.O. was playing with, when T.O. was playing with a great quarterback like Steve Young, you didn't hear anything. You didn't hear T.O. mouthing off and, and acting like this. You know, Donovan McNabb stepped out the box and said, we can win this Super Bowl without T.O. We don't need T.O. That's what started this whole thing. Mm-hmm. The bottom line is T.O.'s a great player, right? I agree with you. Hall of Famer? Oh. Numbers-wise. Number-wise, yeah. Okay. But you don't he's get in no attitude. Time. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, going to yeah, have a hard he's time. He's going to have a hard time. I, yeah. I agree. But Hall of Famer, if it wasn't for all that, if we just closed our eyes and envisioned T.O. playing, you're talking about a guy who changed the game. I mean, he came behind the guy. Who did he come behind? I, I, he came I, behind Jerry, Jerry Rice. Rice. You know, but you you still had some. I know, but didn't he come behind Jerry Rice yeah. in San Francisco? And Jerry Rice got booted out because this guy did what? This guy stepped up, came out, mm. and showed out. Didn't yeah. he? Attitude. You I can't know have you, you, you. I'm not gonna disagree. I love you, man. I, I'm not gonna disagree <laughs> with you on on, on talent wise. Yeah. No, I was, you know, but you gotta have you gotta have a chemistry. It, it, it just ain't gonna work on mm-hmm. uh, your ability alone now with sport. Mm-hmm. Most people know now. You see sports now. They they in high school they doing background checks mm-hmm. on kids. Mm-hmm. You know they don't want that no more attitude because mm-hmm. look how it turns out to be like a to. I know, yeah. but, you know, the sad thing is no one was saying T.O. had a bad attitude when he was in Philadelphia and him and Donovan McNabb was ripping up the league, ripping up the league. As soon as T.O. asked to be paid his money that he should have been paid in the first place. I mean, right or wrong? He should have took, took Baltimore. He took Baltimore's money, but he yeah. really wanted to play with Donovan McNabb. So this guy took took Philadelphia and McNabb. Think about this. He took Philadelphia and McNabb. Over the money. Wow. Uh, uh, what happened? Wow. Well, hold it. So that's not a guy who doesn't love the game. That's not the guy who didn't love Donovan McNabb. That's not the guy who didn't want to be in Philadelphia. He showed out his first year, and he just wanted to be paid the money he was worth. Don't we all? I mean, I do. So you telling me you never see T.O. act up on the sideline. How many times? I, it, seriously, in his career, you could look back and point out that he's just out there because anything, you know, I, I, he's I, mad about yeah, something. I, I say that this is what I say. As we go through break. <laughs> we uh, go through a little break, and we'll be back with this T.O. with D-Man in the house. Here we go. I don't agree with him, but Come on the Ray Ellis Sports Show. Give me some love. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.